welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond the Experiences. My name is Anand and I've got Rashmi here to speak with me about Netherlands. Hi Rashmi. Hi Anand. Let me come straight to the point Rashmi. Why should one travel to the Netherlands? Netherlands to me is a very very diverse country. The canals, the gardens, parks, the windmills, lot of art, museum, lot of modernity. There's Amsterdam which is a party place. So it for me it ticks all the boxes if somebody is looking for a, a holiday which has a lot of uh, different kind of experiences to offer. You know a lot of people also call uh, uh, Netherlands call Netherlands as Holland. Uh, so it's 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 very vibrant according to me it's very very vibrant and uh, it has a lot of diversity in terms of uh, what it can offer as a place for vacation. But if there's so much to do out there how many days would it take to cover Netherlands? Actually a lot of people who go to Netherlands they uh, kind of make a base in Amsterdam and they keep covering a lot of cities in and around Netherlands uh, in and around Amsterdam sorry. Now Netherlands is not a very large country it's a small country and what's very interesting is they have a great rail network a great public transport. So you can actually cover a lot of places beyond Amsterdam. You know uh, one of the things is that do not restrict yourself to Amsterdam only. Look at towns like Rotterdam, Hague, Delft etc which have a very different kind of a uh, feel. Uh, if Amsterdam is a party place then Hague and Delft are like uh, medieval towns. You know so plan for a uh, vacation which also includes at least 3 or 4 of these cities so that you get a real dutch experience and uh, countryside has to be a part of your plan even if you're just in amsterdam for 6 7 days places like githoon places like jones etc cannot be missed out ah yes githoon i remember spending an idyllic 3 4 days out there no cars no honking no trappings of modern day life It's just idyllic rural life and the houses were separated from each other by waterways and everyone seemed to have a boat out there for themselves to move around it's fabulous i love that place here kitu but uh, rashmi what are other places you think should be part of your netherlands item so top places to visit in netherlands uh, let's start with amsterdam so amsterdam of course is a is a young and vibrant city is a party place but if you look beyond this whole cafe culture and party and music scene there's a very different kind of amsterdam which is uh, really enriching just 16 kilometers out of amsterdam is a place called jones jones is a again unesco heritage uh, village it's uh, a windmills village you can see these green colored houses and uh, row of windmills and understand uh, it's of course converted to a museum now there is a in action windmill also which will show you how wind energy was harnessed to, to run oil mills etc there's a biscuit museum so it's a different kind of a experience in terms of a the scenic beauty and b in terms of learning of how economy if i may say use that word economy was using let's say renewable source of energy to uh, run these factories so that's one then you have this uh, coconut garden which is again roughly a 
it's towards the airport side actually so roughly a 30 odd kilometers or in around that much uh, this is actually the largest garden of europe it's a huge garden almost like 70 acres of land and there are gorgeous flower exhibitions uh, if you have matched your uh, travel time with the uh, tulip season and you can just see these uh, tulips bloom and the color of that garden changes completely so of course it becomes very crowded also during that season uh, which is uh, in between spring and summer then from uh, amsterdam if you travel in r there's this place called githon ideally actually i would say go and stay in githon uh, for a day uh, but let's say if you are uh, short of time then you can actually uh, take a day trip to githon beyond the point uh, the car won't be allowed so you'll have to walk from that place or take a boat it's like a complete contrast from where you're coming you are traveling from amsterdam completely a city like feel and then you reach this uh, githon it's a very very different kind of surroundings of waterways and canals on the village side so you can cover it by boat or you can ride a bicycle so it's also called the village with no roads very very peaceful so that's something that you should not miss out on in the vicinity of amsterdam there are other places uh, which are you know just 12 15 kilometers away so one of the place is called uh, wallendam it's a, a fishing village so it's a old fishing village and it's famous for its uh, local delicacies fish and cheese so that's one place that you can add then you have the uh, edam cheese which is uh, quite popular across the world there you can visit the cheese market you can see how cheese are made so that's another agenda that you can add to your plan if you are in amsterdam if you in amsterdam for let's say 4 5 days you can cover all of these and these i'm talking about are outside of amsterdam uh, within amsterdam itself you have a lot to do i think the museums are a must you know just because it's a party place uh, do not uh, kind of neglect the museums so rick's museum uh, is the largest museum i would say in europe i think it has a road inside four floors i don't even think one day is enough lot of exhibits are there uh, and yes you have the anne frank museum so everybody all of us have read this book diary of anne frank the girl who was uh, hiding in this house for two months and just before the world war ended actually she got killed so she was hiding in this house that's converted into a museum so a uh, lot of us uh, who have read this book uh, can relate to it so of course uh, don't try to compare it to the ricks and uh, van gogh which have you know uh, uh, art pieces uh, from the medieval ages to the present that's one so that's amsterdam the other places uh, that you must visit is uh, rotterdam rotterdam again is uh, an hour away from amsterdam it's not very far but i think you can easily spend a day or two in rotterdam you can just spend a night there and cover a lot of places in rotterdam also the other thing is uh, you may also want to make a base in rotterdam and cover Uh, let's say tell in rotterdam you can uh, take part in workshops you can do food tastings at phoenix food factory uh, explore the town on a boat tour then you have hague uh, hague is the home to dutch government and uh, 
while Amsterdam is of course the capital, but uh, most of the government establishments are here. If you go to Hague, you can understand the difference between a city life and a medieval town kind of a feel. It also has a very, very vibrant nightlife and uh, also known for art and culture. There's a place called uh, Maduro Dom in Hague. Uh, let's say if you do not have enough time, so this is one place which will give you a sort of uh, Netherlands at one place in the field. So it has the canals, it has the roadways, it has a railway station. So it's a replica of a modern day Netherlands basically. Then if you go further south, there is Maastricht. Uh, Maastricht is of course uh, known for the Red Church, uh, Natural History Museum. So there's an old town. Again, a very different kind of feel that you may want to add in your itinerary. The other place uh, which is uh, I think should be added to the itinerary is uh, Kinderdijk. Kinderdijk is actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It's a rural village known for its 18th century windmills. It's absolutely green. It's a countryside. Looks different. It's very Dutch if I may say that. It actually retains that whole uh, Dutch tradition or uh, how a Dutch village would have been maybe a couple of centuries back. So there are 19 odd windmills in this village and it has been declared as a UNESCO heritage site. So if you like countryside, I think uh, it's a place that you would love and, and you can plan this from Hague from Rotterdam. So these are some of the places uh, that you should visit in Netherlands. So don't restrict yourself to Amsterdam, even though you can cover a lot by making Amsterdam as a base. All told, how many days to cover Netherlands? So like I said, it's not a very large country and they have an excellent railway network. But if you ask me, I would say plan a five odd days in Amsterdam itself so that you can uh, cover what's there in Amsterdam. You can uh, cover these outskirts of Amsterdam, Geethoon, Johns, etc. Then spend some time in Rotterdam, Hague, then these kinds of places so that you can cover Kinderdijk. So I would say uh, 9 to 11 days is not a bad idea. There's uh, lots to explore and experience in Amsterdam. What are your standout experiences in the Netherlands? You know, Amsterdam is a city which is uh, majority of, I won't say majority, a good part of Amsterdam is actually below the sea level. So a lot of buildings are uh, built on these uh, wooden tiles or instilled stills. Despite being a very vibrant, young, modern city, if you actually walk on the streets, walk through the streets or uh, actually take a bicycle, because Amsterdam is known for cycling, they have uh, dedicated cycling tracks, they have dedicated parking places for cycles, which was something which I found really, really interesting. And I, I think it's great because you cut down on that much of pollution. And it's good for health, of course. And it's a great way to explore at your own pace. So, uh, in Amsterdam, I think cycling around the canal was something I really liked. The boat tours on canal. Also, there are a lot of boat tours which takes you to the countryside from Amsterdam with the sampling of some local food. So, that's something which 
I felt good about. I, I quite liked it. Cocoon of Gardens theory is you should not miss out and time it with tulip season. It's really great. Uh, Kinderide, the UNESCO heritage uh, site, which I said has uh, windmills. That was a good experience. John's, if you do not have time for Kinderide, cheese. This place is known for cheese, so. You have to visit the cheese market, and you have to sample the Gouda cheese, the Iram cheese. Cannot be missed out. The other thing in Amsterdam, which I really liked, was the Heineken brewery experience. So all of us know about Heineken; it's from Netherlands. And what they have done is they have converted a old brewery into a museum. It's an hour-long tour where they talk about the history of Heineken brewery, uh, how did the beer, how did they start this whole Heineken beer. Uh, they actually take you through the whole process of uh, making a beer, and of course, it is uh, coupled with a lot of tasting sessions. Uh, I'm not a beer uh, fan, but I quite like the store. So even if you uh, drink beer, you don't drink beer. I think uh, it's a part of their culture, so yeah. it is something that you should try. It's, it's a one hour, one and a half hour kind of an experience. Rick's museum for me was uh, really, really. enriching gives you a good glimpse of their uh, culture and the entire uh, so there are paintings which uh, reflect the life of common man there are uh, paintings which reflect the culture there are renaissance paintings so uh, it's a large museum like i said one day was not enough so if you are really an art lover so keep that in mind that you may want to spend more time Van Gogh Museum was also very very good. The other places, uh, like I said, uh, Delft is Delft is something which is very different, and uh, you can cover it from either Rotterdam or Hague. So the new church is the key attraction there, and you can climb the tall tower. So you can get a panoramic view of the entire Rotterdam and Hague. It's also Uh, Royal Burial Ground. So these were some of my uh, key experiences. Of course, uh, uh, food is something that cannot be missed. This is a place which is known for baking. So if you love bakery products, then I think this is a treat for you. Tell me about the food and the drinks in the Netherlands. So, like I said, this is a country which is known for baking. whether it is uh, a form of uh, you know a different kind of waffle whether it is pancakes so you name it and you have it basically you have mini pancakes you have these vending machines which are placed at different places and you can actually uh, insert a coin and get your toke from there so this whole coffee and uh, bakery culture is quite prominent in whole of netherlands so some of the things that you may want to try when you are in netherlands uh, is the dutch pancakes so these are uh, different from normal pancakes normal pancakes are very thick and fluffy these are very thin actually and uh, they have very very good toppings generous toppings actually no miserly treatment to any of the customer in any restaurant i think then these uh, dutch fries are pretty popular again with very good dressing you name the sauce they have it and make it very uh, the different in line with what kind of uh, 
sauce you prefer or what kind of are you looking for spicy bland etc the apple pie is very famous uh, and there is something uh, we spoke about heineken so there is also a kind of a gin which is very popular there it's called enever or jenever i think a lot of j is silent in in netherlands so this is like a gin which is probably made from berries so different kind of a flavor uh, very popular so we spoke about these uh, vending machines which are uh, really installed in these small cafes so you can just uh, walk into these and get a lot of snacks from these vending machines so very famous uh, or common ones are your crockets and hamburgers so there is a dish which is their comfort food if i may call it the dutch comfort food it's called stamppot so stamppot is uh, basically it's it's a mash pot you know it's a traditional dish which involves uh, potatoes and mashed potatoes and other vegetables uh, different kind of vegetables and it's served with a big uh, juicy sausage so it's very healthy it's very uh, filling uh, and it's it doesn't take time much time to prepare so it's easily available in most of the restaurants so you want to try that uh, liquor seating is very very common in netherlands so uh, you will find it in a lot of uh, restaurants and then there is uh, if you are traveling in winter don't forget to try this uh, thick pea soup it's called snurt there so it's a thick green stew of peas of course mixed with meat and other vegetables you know we talk about waffles and we talk about uh, belgium so in uh, netherlands also there's a form of waffles it's called stroopwafel it's very popular in fact uh, one of the paintings in rick's museum had showcased stroopwafels so and this painting is almost like 200 years old so it's it's a part of their uh, tradition is uh, what it looks like so stroop waffle is actually nothing but uh, two thin waffles stuck together with a uh, you know layer of sweet syrup so again very commonly found you can ask for stroop waffle in any of the uh, bakeries or smaller restaurants also so these are some of the uh, food and beverages that you should uh, try in netherlands uh, of course uh, we all know that mariana is kind of legal semi legal so you have these cafes connected to this i actually uh, visited this place called hemp museum which is very close to the central station and uh, it had a good collection of uh, the history of marijuana so we had india we had uh, photographs of shiva and the chillam and how it is consumed etc it also had uh, exhibits of how a marijuana plant is used in daily life other than just smoking the pot what are the other uses and how people use it for making ropes for making medicines etc uh, one other place i also uh, forgot to mention was this uh, red light district tour so red light district is very close to the central station uh, we all know that uh, you know it's it's a legal profession in uh, netherlands in amsterdam so this uh, is a guided tour and it's very interesting it's by the canals and they explain to you the history of this profession and uh, who are these people where are they coming from there's a nice museum and uh, at the end of the day 
day you figure out that it's not that people come into this profession by choice but then there's some amount of dignity which is attached to this profession so if you go to that museum you'll find a lot of graffitis which uh, these uh, sex workers have written and uh, some of them are from ukraine some of them are from other countries and they have showcased it and it talks about why is it called red light and how do they maintain this whole uh, you know uh, respect for the women in this trade so if you want to know more about it this is a guided tour it's a one one and a half hour tour it's a nice uh, educational tour i would say when's the best time to visit netherlands or is it an all year destination so of course best time uh, or a good time would be between march to october uh, there are a lot of festivals that keeps happening in netherlands so if you want to attend one of these you'll have to time it accordingly uh, so for example if uh, tulip is high on your list then you may want to uh, plan it with the full bloom of uh, uh, tulips then there is also something called king's day which is celebrated every year on 27th of april uh, however please note that it's really crowded and uh, everything becomes very very expensive it's a national holiday for netherlands uh, but yeah if you want to participate it's a you know massive carnival style party a lot of concerts uh, endless supply of beer uh, the entire uh, i think city comes out on roads so if you want to experience that that you may want to again uh, time it accordingly Hey, one has a longish period of time to travel. Uh, what are other countries nearby that you can uh, club along with a trip to the Netherlands? Yeah, so Belgium is uh, very close by. So Amsterdam to Brussels is roughly a three, little more than three hours kind of a train ride. So you can uh, club Belgium. You can also club Paris. Uh, it's not very far. Again, depends on how many days have you budgeted for this vacation. If you really want to experience. Uh, Netherlands completely you want to sample the food you want to visit the countryside you want to go to these different towns like Hague Rotterdam Delft Kinderdijk etc then you have to budget anyways for a good 9 or days 9 10 days and if you have more time you may want to add a couple of towns from Belgium like a Bruges or a Brussels etc thanks for dropping by Rashmi and uh, talking to us about the Netherlands thank you for the opportunity talk about uh, Netherlands Netherlands and Belgium are really uh, my favorites i think uh, they're not explored well they're really uh, you know people just go to one place and think that's it but there is more beyond the top cities that was rashmi talking to us about the netherlands thanks for tuning in to the don't trip on the usual travel podcast from beyond experiences till the next episode Take care, stay safe, and whatever else you do, don't trip on the usual.